Hey yo, what up everybody? It's your boy Swill here. Episode 14. We hit all the three major sports we usually be hitting. NHL playoffs, NFL top tens, and some NBA finals. Let's get it! is just so goddamn good every time guys how are we feeling boys it's the spare room sesh episode 14 14 big 14 14 big 14 thought you were counting the usual suspects yeah usually i am counting but i, I forgot to count this time usual suspects here with me as always i got coach back to uh back to my left over here how you doing over there coach doing good and cam welcome back from your uh, vacation and happy birthday again to you for uh what is it, your 25th birthday, bro? You yeah. old some bitch. Quarter century, man. Not, uh, not loving it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> this man's been 20 fucking five for, what, eight days, and he's like, I'm already not loving it. You're killing me over Hey, bro. It. Oh, man. But, uh. It gets better. How we, uh, <laughs> it gets better. I mean, yeah. Aside from, you know, Cam's birthday and all that, how's work, guys? Work was Anybody solid. have anything crazy happen this week? I don't think I had anything crazy. <laughs> I cracked my phone. Oh, yeah. How'd you do that? Uh, I, I remember was, you told me the story outside, but I, I fucking forgot. I'll be 100% honest with you. I tripped going up some stairs <laughs> like a dummy. <laughs> they were concrete stairs, so my phone... And I had some boxes with me, so... Right. My phone was on the box, and it slipped and fell. Oof. Jesus Christ, Coach. Damn, yeah. Coach. You got to be more mindful of where your shit is, Coach. Yeah. So, hold on. You said you put it on a box when you were walking up the stairs. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Well, like, I was walking up the steps with the boxes, and mm-hmm. I had it, like, next to the box in my hand, though. Right. But, like, I tripped, and I kind of put my phone out on the ground, and the first thing it hit was those steps, so... Bang. Yeah, Hit the concrete. concrete. But like you phone. said, luckily you had, what was it, Apple Care or some I shit like that? I had that Apple Care. Get your shout Apple, out Care. Apple Care. Hey, no free shout out. Yeah, no free shout mean? out, but uh, definitely shout out to them for saving Coach uh, like $200 something. dollars. For real. You got to right? at least give them props for that. Yeah. Right, $260 or some change. Wasn't much right? at all. How much was it going to be without the like insurance or whatever? Like 280 out of pocket. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, crazy. I was ready to bite the bullet, but too. <laughs> You better than me. I'm not paying 260 bucks for that shit. Yeah, or like, like get a new phone, phone or something. I yeah, know. I'd have hit up my dude Dave and be like, "Yo, can you uh, like fix this phone for me?" You sh- once you said that, I fucking forgot to text you that and be like, yeah, or "I couldn't text you your phone." Yeah, number. like I would get alerts, but couldn't yeah. answer. I should have just told you, "Yo, hit up my boy Dave. I could have gave you his phone number. He does phones for mad cheap." I told you to go there once before. I, I don't remember if you did. Yeah, you oh, did. Oh yeah. Sometimes, like, if he can't just like fix your phone, he'll just give you a fucking brand new one of the exact same and be like, "Yo, I'll charge you like." Damn. X amount of dollars. I'm not going to say the price because I don't yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. fucking up my man's business and having people come up to him and be like, yo, can I get my phone done for like 20 bucks? Like, that ain't fucking happening. Yeah, I'm sure you saying Dave <laughs> is uh, uh, telling yeah, everyone exactly, exactly. Use his first name. Shout out to my man. All right, let's get right into it. We'll do our normal little routine here now. Start with our non-main sports because I got to talk about this UFC shit that happened last night. Coach, did you watch the UFC fights? Yeah, night? Which dude. ones did you watch? Because uh, I watched the... The Zhang Wei Li and Joanna fight, and then the two title fights after that. But I didn't watch much of like the prelims and shit before that. Um, I watched the main fight, and I think the fight before that, I forget. So you watched uh, 
the Shevchenko fight, the one where she absolutely did not win that fucking fight. Yeah, the girl got her eye beat in, but like, so yeah, I guess like it was a split decision. There. She broke her fucking orbital bone, and this chick, yeah, I'm like, I know she hurt. Santos, right? Something like that. Yeah, Talia, Talia Santos. Yeah, suffered a broken orbital bone last night, and before she did that, Cam was absolutely hammering fucking Shevchenko, just holding her down, being like, "Fuck you, bro. You ain't going nowhere on me." Yeah, didn't you say she won three rounds in a row to start the fight? The first three rounds, you could you could kind of argue that Shevchenko might have stole the second round. Yeah. Right? But even no, she was still, hitting her hard. No, yeah, no. She was just going still, in. But even still, dude, like, she didn't do enough to me in that second round and to, like, most other people that were watching that shit to actually pull that fucking fight off. So three rounds is more than two rounds, so I don't know how the fuck they're going to give that shit to Valentina. I mean, I get it. You got to, like dominate the champ and the decision to actually beat the champ yeah but dude that was as close as you can get to just absolute domination before she broke her fucking face and like what are you gonna do about that you can't help that shit you know what right. i mean yeah. like i mean i've got my you face broken up, like... yeah i have my face broken i'm probably chilling too yeah <laughs> I'm that. and joanna lost too bro i like joanna my girlfriend does not like joanna she's a big rose fan so she was not too uh too upset when she heard that joanna was gonna retire yeah yeah by uh zhang wei li who is a fucking tank that chick dude she's a beast mm-hmm. i mean rose kind of made her look like shit twice so you know, shout out to Rose, but there's no. I'm not disrespecting Sean Williams at all. Like She's a, a fucking tank, dude. She made Joanna. She made Joanna retire. She was like, okay, I'm good here. I want to go have a family now. I'm tired of getting punched in the face by you. This shit. Oh, she dude. was just out like a light. Uh huh. Understandable. Like yeah. Yeah, exactly. You fucking wants to get punched in the face when you're 37 years old? Like, <laughs> exactly. Let me be a chill mom. <laughs> and then uh, the main event last night was Yuri Prohashka. I mean, good luck pronouncing that if you're not fucking. Burr. If you're not from there, I got that lucky. I got lucky because I heard the announcer say it. And I was like, bet, I got his name right That now. Oompa Loompa looking dude. Oh, that's yeah, right. It's, no, pony it's such him. a distraction because it's so yeah, ugly. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I guess in past fights he had it, like, braided right. or, like, dreaded up. I was like, bruh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, dude, he's a monster. Glover Teixeira was giving him fucking business for a little bit. Yeah, they were going back and forth like crazy. Their face was bloody as shit. And what makes me so mad? Is before the fight, right? I always make bets on these fucking fights. This is what I do. I'm not going to just sit there and watch the fights. Some fights I'm not that interested in. I like the UFC. I like boxing. But I'm not going to sit there and watch that fucking fight unless I want a reason. Some of them, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I want a reason to watch these fights. So I bet on... I wanted to bet on Yuri Prohashka to win by submission, which he fucking did. Do you know what the odds on that were, like, right before the fight started? It was, like, plus 3,200, I think. And I was so goddamn mad at myself for not picking that shit, dude. Oh, I was man. like, uh, I always like to kind of just like, you know, throw one out there on like the random high odds to see like if we could fucking win. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, mm, you know what? No, nah, I'm not going to waste my money on it. He's probably going to knock him out if he's going to win. Or it'll just be like he kind of dominated Glover. But Glover was like, you ain't dominating. You better nah. fucking make me tap or knock me out, bro. Dude, he's an OG with it, though. Oh, yeah, you he's were fucking hyping him up before that I'm like, shit. bro, he's kind of like the Tom Brady or, like, LeBron, whatever you want to call it. Uh, here we go, comparing more players to LeBron. I'm just saying, <laughs> a, God. A, a guy that's got longevity in his right. professional uh, athletic career. Yeah, you make points, coach. You make points. Uh, all right, moving on from UFC to the title fights from last night were badass. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko. As much as I think she didn't win that fight, retain her title, 
uh, strawweight championship, I believe, or the flyweight championship. I'm not entirely sure right off the top of my head. You can judge me for that if you want to, motherfuckers. I don't really care. Uh, and then Yuri Prohashka won the light heavyweight title off Glover Teixeira. And I wonder who he's going to fight next, bro. I guess we'll see. But moving on from the UFC, Cam, I know you're excited about this because I told you I was going to bring it up. The Atlanta Braves, who are currently playing right now, and I do not know the score to their game as we currently speak on it, have won 10 games in a row after not starting as hot as you would hope they would after winning the World Series last year. How are we feeling? What are we thinking about the Braves going forward? Hey, dude, we went from, what, 23 and 29 to 33 and 29? Yeah. A week and a half? I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, and you guys are currently up right now on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates. Yeah, 2-1, yep. 33 and 27. Shout out to the Braves. 33 and 27. Yeah, God, six we games over 500 up. compared to where you were before. Crazy. Yeah, we were down, what, thir- about 13 games to the Mets, and now we're just mm-hmm. climbing our way back. You are currently, I think it says five and a half games back. I don't know where you guys are in the overall league standings, but I can imagine based on where you are to start this motherfucker, you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. We're just hanging in there. We want to get at least a wild card spot, but who knows? We still got a lot of baseball The Mets could still met. The Mets could still met, bro. They're They're known for it. We know that they're known for it. Someone's going to get hurt at some point the wrong time. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. What's your, like, one worry, that the Mets just, like, stay that hot? Or do you think the Phillies could, like, wake up and fucking actually start playing baseball? I think the Phillies are super overhyped. Yeah, I thought like, that going into the season, too. Bryce Harper is a great baseball player, but, I mean, you can, he, he, they've spent so much money to just get people either, like, on the brink of being out of their prime mm-hmm. or old guys that yeah. are, like, one, two years out of just kind of... Kind of not playing anymore. And Joe Girardi, like, most people were not, like, too hyped about him ever being the manager of them anyways. And, like, I think we talked about this the other day. He got fucking fired from the Yankees for a reason. Those goddamn rosters were stacked. He couldn't win shit. He couldn't even make the fucking playoffs with them. I mean, there was a little point there where they kind of had some pitching issues and shit like that. But they were still, you know, they were still the Yankees. You couldn't take them lightly. And he wasn't getting fucking playoffs with that roster. Yeah, like, they still had good teams, but they just had, like, the Red Sox who were super hot around them, like, just yeah. random teams coming up. Yeah. You are right about that, sir. All right. Um, Coach, you got any comments on the Braves? I know you're not the biggest baseball guy out there. Go Braves. <laughs> Go Braves. Yeah, go Braves. Right, yeah, right. Hey, they're on baseball squad. Uh, yeah, I forget you try to claim them as your, <laughs> yeah. as your, as your team. I watch from afar, you know? Yeah. Play all time, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know Acuna, he be throwing up the powder like he LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, hey. Hey. Twitter Braves. Oh, yeah. Oh, Braves. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, though, they're better than the Nats because the Nats are dead last in the NL East right now. Shout hey, they won boys. last night. Who cares, bro? We're 23 and 38, dude. How the fuck? And Juan Soto is probably the MVP of the NL and the NL right now. And this motherfucking dude can't have a yeah, we can't have a team around him that can crazy. do shit. It's either him, Manny Machado. Yeah. Fucking insane. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we share the news that we have for everybody? Yeah. The news. Do you know the news, Coach? Oh, you don't even know this really. Oh shit, this is gonna be breaking news for Coach. Breaking yeah. News. I saw it and I was like, huh? Yeah. New location. Um, so the spare room is moving, not leaving the DMV though. 
So that's good news for everybody around here that wants to hear about their teams. Once the football season comes around, you'll be hearing much, much more about the Commanders and the Ravens and the Panthers and Give faces, fucking dolphins, you know. <laughs> give them some, some time, too. Sweet, but sweet football. I know, I can't oh, wait. I can't less wait than, for that. Less than three months, or a little over three That's months away. I'm not entirely sure. Mm. But, Coach, Cam, we are moving to a new location in Clifton, so it's not too far from here. It's a little two-layer condo instead of this apartment we're in right now. So that way, two-level, not two-layer. Two-level condo, so that way we'll actually have the spare room on the spare level instead of having it in the motherfucking living room, basically, of my apartment right now. Spare level <laughs> sash. Spare level sash. We're going to have to change the name. So, yeah, we will be moving locations sometime in the beginning of August, and I'm sure we're going to have to record a video of that just to let everybody know and show everybody the process of me taking this entire goddamn studio apart that I just set up, oh, like, what, man. two months ago? Something yeah. like that. I think we finally finished it, like, completely, like, a month and a half ago, maybe. Yeah. So your side's been out for about three months. Yeah. I like, you can't see your side right now, which does kind of suck. I wish I could turn the camera so that way, like, people can see the Braves corner and the... The Georgia Bulldogs corner that Cam's hey, bro, got going my corner. Bulldogs repeat. So we'll, we'll get a little mini vlog going to that shit of uh, us t- making a making the new studio look basically the exact same as this. I'm sure we'll have a little bit more space. Yeah, man. We'll have sure. a little bit more space to put up a little bit more shit. Sure, I'll be no getting doubt. the call to come help move some stuff. Yeah, so I'm yeah. sure you'll be much I more helpful to me than Coach was when we were putting this guy I'll studio up. <laughs> I can't tell you how many thumbtacks Coach broke when we were trying to put this studio together. <laughs> I was like, Coach, can you hand me this? He was like, yo, I tried. And it would be like completely bent to shit. I wish I had them. Oh, I do have them right here. Like, these, <laughs> ones, man. these little metal ones right here, dude. He would pull up to me. I'd be like, Coach, hand me one of those. Like, little... You look up there, dude. That's what most of that shit's hanging up with. Fuck, I don't give a shit if these people hear that. He would hand me these, Cam, and it would like be like just like that when he would fucking <laughs> hand it over to me. I'd be like, Coach, what the fuck did you do? I'm trying to make a hole. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding me, bro. I need this goddamn thing to work. Oh you must my be god. Kidding me. Alright. Um, so yeah, that's the that's kind of our our big news for the spare room sesh. We'll be having a new spare room and a new Pop location, new studio, Pop all that yeah. time. Spare room is spare room for a reason. We ain't in no office building in a studio. We are in the spare room. That is what we are doing. And we get shit done. Alright guys, let's get into it. We are a sports podcast. I'm tired of talking about our own shit. So the NBA Finals have been pretty goddamn interesting. I stayed up and watched all that fucking game five the other day, game four. Game four. That was awesome. Steph Curry. Go ahead, coach. Like, masterpiece. That was fun to watch. And he wasn't even shooting that many threes. I mean, they were getting them open, like, any type of way. And he'd take one dribble, pull up. He was mostly getting to the paint, into the lane, mid-range. But, like, man, it's just crazy watching it all. He was cooking. Mm. What's crazy to me, too, is, like, McGangbang. If we're going to talk about (laughs) it, the fucking Celtics probably should have won that game. But Marcus Smart, how many three-pointers did he miss towards the end of that game, dude? Yeah, like, so why, many. I, I get it. If you want anybody on the Celtics to shoot, you want him to be shooting. Right. But like, bro, I mean, on. yeah, Steph got some good contributions from, like, Jordan Poole and mm-hmm. uh, Draymond's still struggling. But He's playing like shit. Yeah, so, so is uh, Jason Tatum and uh, 
Jason a little bit of Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown flow. Fucking Draymond, though, dude. Yeah, no, but I'm saying you can't win going 9 of 23. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah not at all. <laughs> him, like, Steph um, in this last game, he basically almost outscored the both of them together. They had 44, he had 43. And they were, like, 17. It was, like, Clay's starting to put it together a little bit. Steph's shining. Yeah, like, Steph. Yeah. I mean, Shoot, Clay, yeah, he was stepping up big. That's literally things. like, like what, the game after they you were like, that, oh, yeah. man, I don't know if his defense is going to be the same anymore right now because he's yeah, coming I mean, off that injury and shit. Next game after that, he goes out and fucking locks down everybody. I was like, shit, yeah. here you go, Clay. People forget how fucking locked down he was before his injury. Like, oh, my I am God. people. I forgot that he was locked down. He was top down ten like two-way too. player in the league at one point. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Even, maybe even top five. Yeah. So, guys. I apologize for the shitty audio that I didn't catch for the first 15 or 20 minutes of this podcast. It's really like 15, 16 minutes. It'll sound a little bit better from here on here on out. So, as we were just saying, Clay Thompson came. You believe he's all the way back at this point? Uh, not all the way back, Close but he's it. like, I'd put him at like 70, 80%. Like, he's he's doing things both ways. He wasn't as diff- like much of a defensive threat when he first came back off of his right, injury. Like, right. offensive, he was shooting maybe like 45%, mm-hmm. not from three, like, overall. Yeah. Just getting used to that, like, you know, basketball. What did he do? He right fucked there. his knee up? Was it his knee or was it his Achilles? Achilles. It was Achilles, Achilles bro. And his knee, yeah. Jesus Christ, that's right. He missed like two seasons, I forget. Yeah. Yeah, he's been out for a minute. So, like, him coming back and even playing like this, I feel like is pretty impressive. It's like, oh, yeah. I think him coming back, period. <laughs> yeah. I was about like to say, it sounds soon. like you're just impressed he's even out on the court. He's like, thank God for that I grew up in the. Like two twenty twenties, bro. Yeah, like where this they dude's actually like, have good fucking you know technology, and my knees and my Achilles aren't gonna ruin my goddamn career. Yeah, dude. Twenty Unless years ago, an ACL tear was like see like career yeah, ending. Yeah, career injury. Adrian yeah, Peterson was like the only exception. Dude, you know what I think is funny though is that this motherfucker Draymond Green. Had, I saw a stat. Did you see this stat too? That no. he's done more podcast episodes than scored points. In the playoffs, <laughs> well, he's got like four. Dude, what are his playoff right. stats? I got like every. Well, I'm looking at it right now. His <laughs> playoff stats right now are absolute dog shit. Cam, he is averaging. Uh, where's the points per game? He's averaging seven points a game, six assists a game, oh. one steal per game, one block per game. But in his last five games, he's averaging. Kind of the same. So Draymond's just playing like absolute shit no matter what fucking series it Dude, is. Dude, I'm looking at it right now. Like he for, for the finals, he went four points, nine points, two points, two mm-hmm. points, 17. He, he averaged about four points a game, bro. Right. He's averaging four about four points, points a game. I mean, yeah, he's not a scorer, so you don't need him to get like 15 points. If you're not like, a scorer, stop get, shooting the fucking ball. Get high ball. rebounds and get assists to uh, uh, Steph Curry like he always yeah. do. You know, he's more of like the point of attack because like when the ball's in his hands, he's just like, you know, setting up screens and all that stuff, trying to get his teammates the ball mm-hmm. and make plays. But. So he's a playmaker and a hell of a defender, but I don't know. Just he's don't, just don't hurt out. your team. Yeah. Just don't hurt your team and you'll be fine. Dude, I cannot I can't. How are you a professional basketball player yeah, and you score two motherfucking points? Bro, two. 33 minutes on the floor. Yeah. And you have yeah. two What points. are you doing? <laughs> Isaiah Thomas said that, that shit. Time. Did you see that? He was like, Draymond, Draymond Green 
does that in a grade school game. He doesn't do that in a professional <laughs> basketball game. Dude's a six seven athlete. Like act like it. Yeah, unless you watch him play. Ever try to play football? That motherfucker looks clueless. Yeah, he ain't getting court. paid to play football. <laughs> you ever seen that video though of no. him at Michigan State working out in their spring pra- in their spring yeah, training yeah. or whatever it was spring <laughs> practice? Mm-hmm. Bruh, not that, that shit was ridiculous. He looked straight up stupid. <laughs> I was like, what is this man doing? I was like, Draymond. Get back on the basketball court, bro. Yeah, he knows. He was pretty good at Michigan State, too, which is why, you know, him coming in and being a firecracker for the goddamn Warriors was so goddamn important on their initial run, right. which is why I think it's kind of, what is that saying, you know? Like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, but, like, there's also times where that shit can come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah. People use also, that shit against you eventually yeah, because yeah, Draymond's always just been chirping motherfuckers all this time. I don't, I'm like, I don't know what saying I'm looking for. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what, no, what goes around comes around. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Like, Draymond's been popping all this shit, talking shit, being, thinking he's, you know, top 15 player in the history of, you know, his era. And he's probably not I mean, even he top 30. He has defensive player of the year multiple times. Bro, who cares? Who cares? This man doesn't have championships. That goes into a whole I'm not an NBA player, so I feel comfortable saying it. All I've ever really seen Draymond do is talk shit. He had that one crazy game, Game 7, against the Warriors. Yeah. Or not against the Warriors. Against the uh, Cavs in 2016. No. And they lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's only ever – I've only ever seen him go crazy in the playoffs one game. Every other time other yeah, than that. Yeah, Game he's just, 7. You know, but other being than that. kind of a role player. Just playing defense and shit. Like you guys have said it before, he's at he, at a point he was probably the most important player to the Warriors' success, and I think right now we're kind of seeing it. I it's think he definitely. is still. No. Yeah, he not. is. No, bro. absolutely Dude, not. He's struggling. That's why the Warriors are two and two with the Celtics team that shouldn't be in the series to begin with. They're also older, dude. Like they were. T- Clay was talking about. Oh, I'm getting shouldn't 2015 vibes when I think they were down like two one, and um. Yeah, Clay was saying I was getting 2015 vibes, but, like, back then they were younger and, like, they're all, like, in their 30s now. Yeah. They're an older team And with Clay And Steph's still putting up 43. Yeah. (laughs) Steph can shoot for as long as he wants, but, like, Draymond's not as athletic as he once was. So, like, with that defense and whatever else he's trying to do, I guess he can't even make bunnies up. No. I mean, bro, he's not exerting any energy on offense. He looks like a... Like a rec league player out there some games. And I know that's yeah, mad yeah, disrespectful, and I'm sorry, but that's just what it looks like, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's a rec league player, but I, like it, at times that's what it fucking looks like out there, dude. It does not look good. He's tired from podcasting. Yeah, honestly. Draymond, come on the show. Maybe you make our show a little bit better. Yeah, I think game <laughs> Help us five. out. Maybe we'll start talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> so... Obviously, Draymond Green's not the answer to this question. So, if you guys had to guess right now, who do you think the Finals MVP would be? My Step guess. Is, wow, that was res- that was very quick. What yeah. about Jalen Brown, dude? I mean, for the Celtics, sure, but like overall, you're still picking Steph. Bro. Yeah, he's dropped like he's averaging like thirty or something. In yeah, he's averaging final. like thirty six and six from like that. Like he's he's putting up like not. The best numbers we've ever seen from Steph but Curry, but it's carrying, still carrying the yeah. team. I mean, he is team. absolutely feasting. Like, bro, he's the reason they won yesterday. Like, he's yeah. about 43 <laughs> piece. I mean, Jalen Brown, like, without question. Too, dude. And, like, I mean, if they win, they're going to give it to him anyway. Who? 
Steph. Steph? Steph. I mean, yeah. yeah. Watch some fucking... They give it to Iggy again just for no reason. Which would be <laughs> like... A, so, I mean, in like, he hears that and, like, he knows all the, the that talk That he's and never gotten shit. a finals MVP. So, yeah, you don't think he's motivated? He, Bro, yeah. I don't think it's a big deal. Hence why he's going it. out and lighting them up. And you like, do? That's one of the big arguments for MJ. I mean, he's Wait, got what six what finals. Wait, what was your question? Yeah. What'd so, I mean, six finals, six, six finals, finals, six MVPs. MVPs. Steph's got what? Three goddamn titles right now. Three, cha- three championships. Yeah. Right? They've won three. You could argue he probably should have won MVP in at least two of those. Him and KD had very, Whoa. very comparable numbers in that last run. That nah. They yeah. KD they, was he the just one hit that big shot. Thirty. That was the problem. KD yeah. was the factor. KD dude. hit like, those shots in LeBron's and face. That's what's like sacrificing because like otherwise it was all him. You know. Yeah, him maybe, play, but maybe Jalen Brown ain't he ain't playing bad though. He's averaging twenty three, fucking six and three. I mean, he's uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's the, I feel well, like you're Steph right. Curry averaging, yeah, I feel like you're right though, Coach. For the Celtics, he's definitely there. If the Celtics win this series, yeah, yeah, it's Jalen Brown that's gonna win it. Uh, what were you saying, Cam? Steph's Steph's. Steph yeah, during the playoffs. But I think he's seem, averaging like, yeah, twenty seven five and five. He's they're both <laughs> beating, but yeah, he's definitely seven. playing better. I'll get Is that, that for the playoffs or for the finals? For the playoffs, yeah. yeah. The, in his last five games he's averaging thirty five four. Thirty four thirty points. Five rebounds, four mm. assists. I don't want to confuse people by thinking he's having thirty-five. Right. Points. Thirty. I kind of confused myself when I did they that. Did, they just leave it open. It's yeah, like, I know. What the fuck anything. are they doing, bro? <laughs> do you not know that this is the greatest shooter in the history of the fucking game? Like, why he's is he, he open? Shoot from like twenty-eight, bro. And bro, he's, he's getting <laughs> even more of his own shots than he would normally, bro. He's just fucking shimmying on dudes. I love yeah, that shit. Bro. He's having fun again, bro. He's got his yeah. team around him. Yeah. He saw him after game but four. I he was like, think, I think the Celtics are still going to pull this upset off, dude. I really do. I don't know why, but I do think that they're going to do it. I think Not, it's because the Warriors are win, soft. They better win this game, the next game, because yeah. – because if they let the Warriors get up three two, then it's over. Then they're going to win six. They already won. They just won in Boston, and they're going home to, uh, for game five. So they're already going to be lit. You're right. If they don't win this game, they might be fucked. Because yeah, I don't know if they're going to pull off game six if they don't. Because, again, I mean, you know, the Warriors do have the experience. If they I don't win like, here, they got to come into the Oracle game seven. It's not the Oracle anymore. Is it What's not? it called now? The Chase Center. The Chase Center. I know. I made that mistake, <sighs> the Chase too. Arena. It was so much cooler to That's call it so the Oracle, dumb. right? Come on, Golden State. Do what better. What are you doing? That's better than <laughs> what they fucking did to the Staples Center, though. What's the Staples Center now? The, the Crypto.com fucking that arena. Part. Are you kidding? Fucking I know nobody goes to Staples anymore, but we got to at least leave it the name of Staples. I didn't even know there were Staples anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Last time I ever saw Staples was in Tyson's Quarter. And I don't even know if that one's there anymore. There I think used to it might be, be one, like, right down the road from us near the IHOP. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then but they demolished the shit out of it. <laughs> they put in condos and yeah. apartment. Buildings. And a giant. Yeah, and a fucking, like, a little Amazon store is over there now, too. One of those, like, Amazon Fresh Johns. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, Fuck. Coach knows all about that shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, Coach, so you kind of touched on it already. Game five, what are we thinking? What are the vibes going into game five? Who do we think is going to pull it off? And what do we think is going to be the deciding? factor for either team you think it's going to come down to Steph playing out of his fucking mind again or do you think it's going to come down to well, the Celtics just fucking Steph locking him do down on do, D but again he's still going to need someone else to like step up right otherwise they're probably not going to win especially if Draymond's still struggling and whatnot mm-hmm. and 
Jason Tatum got to play a hell of a lot better. Yeah, I don't I mean, dude. I, that that's surprising to me because he was fucking going off throughout the first uh, three series. You got to give credit to the Warriors' defense, yeah. like as a team, though, because like. Yeah, but still, there. bro. When you're that guy, you got to be able to get some goddamn points. Like yeah. throughout the playoffs, yeah, he's still averaging 26 points, but he has not been playing well throughout the uh, what's it called? The finals. Yeah, throughout it's the finals. Just, it just shows how like seasoned the fucking Warriors are, dude. Yeah, like dude. they're so good in playoff scenarios. They've yeah, been there so LeBron. many times. The Unless they're playing quarter, LeBron. That third quarter, you better be. You got better win that one. Yeah. Make sure Clay doesn't drop there. I mean, yeah. Usually, like the fourth quarter, like Boston can win it if it's like I guess close. But right. Like I don't know. It could go either way. Yeah, they got the younger heads. They could really run up the floor if yeah, they. The if running it comes and gunning is probably more for more more built for uh, Boston. Yeah. But then again, I don't know. Golden, State Golden like State's kind of the running gun team. And, like when it's like crunch time, because that's when they. And Jordan Poole just coming out of nowhere, being the dog that he is. Ball in front of the middies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just <laughs> fucking putting shimmies off. Hey. Of. Hey. He's so been kind of struggling nice. offensively in the finals, though. He has not been playing as great as he once was. Yeah, because he knew to this, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, he getting the same call." He's like, "Why are they, are they looking? Are they looking?" He needs to make sure the biddies are watching him play. <laughs> yeah. um, so. Game five, you both um, are obviously leaning towards the Warriors, it sounds like. What do you I think? I have a yeah. feeling Boston is going to win. Because every game, it, I mean, it's, it's happened like in the playoffs pretty much every series. game that they lost. Yeah, every series. Every game that they lost, they've like bounced back. Right. Yeah, so, they're undefeated off a loss in the playoffs. And they're, 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 yeah, they're a better road team for whatever reason. Just, I don't know. They're not that that not that home team pressure, right? But yeah, so I'm gonna go with Boston. Cam, who are you feeling going into Game Five? <laughs> Dude, I'm feeling, feeling the Warriors. Warriors. Jason Tatum's shooting like dog shit. Yeah, I was just looking at that too. Makes me worry <laughs> a little bit, bro. Like he's going putting, back to Golden State, right? He's putting up too many shots for I them mean, to win. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure. The Celtics feel the pressure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, now that they're, they're tied <laughs> up. Dude, they should have went up 3-1. You know they're out, thinking that yeah, shit, too. Game four and they're they, kicking themselves they for not going up 3-1. But I don't know. Jason Tatum might be like, look, I know I've been playing like shit, so it's time to fucking go. I mean, yeah. He's a big Kobe guy, so. They just got to take care of the basketball. It's time to strap it up and go. When they take care of the basketball, it's like. Drop your nuts, Jason Tatum. Bust their ass. Eight for twenty-three last game. Yeah, not great. I I I picked the Warriors to win it in this series, but dude, I don't know. After their fans got all butthurt over the way the Boston fans were talking shit to them, and after the way they got all butthurt about the fans talking shit to the players, it's like, man, get the fuck out of here. Let's go, Boston. <laughs> I'm rooting for the seas, bro. Let's go, Celtics. It's California. Yeah. Fine. You know, I heard somebody <laughs> on, on a different show say this. They were like, oh, you mean the exact same fans who are giving Debo Samuel death threats for wanting to leave the 49ers? <laughs> These fans are bitching about getting shit talked to them? Like, I heard oh, somebody well. say that they got, like, they were just walking around downtown Boston in their Warriors shirt, and people were walking up and be like, fuck the Warriors! Fuck you guys! Like, what do you expect? You know what I'm saying? It's the NBA Finals. It's not just, like, you know, a game in March. Where it doesn't really fucking matter. Seeds are already pretty much set going into the playoffs. Doesn't yeah. fucking matter if the the Warriors beat the Celtics in fucking on March fourteenth. You know what I mean? Nobody's gonna give a shit about that. You're not gonna get shit talked to you by a normal fan. Maybe in Boston, but not that bad as compared to the NBA Finals. 
Dude, when I went up to Pittsburgh for a regular season game to watch the Ravens play, everybody in that fucking city talked shit to me. So, like, you think I fucking care about that? Dude. No, it's part of the deal. <laughs> Boston fans are different, though. They're the type to fucking throw slurs at their own team. Yeah. I Come mean, on, but bro. Like, I didn't hear any reports about that this different. time. They were just talking <laughs> shit. I've they are notorious too. for mm-hmm. fucking doing crazy shit like that. We know. Boston fans, some Boston fans, yeah. not the greatest individuals out there. Hey, bro. And they don't represent the ones that I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the ones that would just, you know, be normal shit talking fans to Warriors fans. Like I would do if I saw a Steelers fan. Like, fuck you guys. Fuck the Steelers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't need to go at you for who you are as a person. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick jersey, <laughs> buddy. What are you saying, Cam? Sick jersey, buddy. Yeah, sick jersey, <laughs> pal. You fucking stink. Could you imagine being up in Canada? Hey, buddy. Your fucking <laughs> team stinks, pal. Like, I would fucking love that shit. What were we just listening to out there, Cam? Smooth cream. Go to Canadian accent in South Park. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Terrence and Phillip are the only Canadian accent I will ever do. That's the only (laughs) one I'll ever know. What the fuck you, buddy? That's like my favorite shit ever. You're not my buddy, guy. You're not my friend, pal. (laughs) You're not my buddy, guy. That's the fucking dude. Like, come on now. You know that shit. Canadians are, they're notorious for being a little little nasty to fucking fans, too, though. Like, Montreal fans and Boston fans hate each other. Mm. It's fucking crazy. And I think, uh... The Canucks, like, had a rival, like, not a rivalry, a riot after they lost the Stanley Cup. Like, a legit riot in Vancouver because they lost the Stanley Cup. Oh, the wow. shit gets crazy up in some cities, bro. Boston is one of those cities do. where fans are just, you know, passionate. And shit is just fucking crazy. That's one way to say <laughs> yeah, it. I guess that is one way to put it. We're not talking about those fans, though. Jesus. No. Talk about normal fucking sports fans who are just talking <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the like, I could walk up to you and be like, fuck the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, fuck the Ravens. They'd be like, fuck you. See you on Sunday. Yeah, see you on Sunday. That's normal. That's what I want. Oh, see oh, no, bro. I don't want to hear from the fucking players on the court talk about, I can't believe little kids are in the crowd saying, fuck Clay Thompson. Like, fuck you. Yeah, you better fucking believe that shit. Those little kids are telling you to go fuck yourself, Clay. I would <laughs> tell you to go fuck yourself, too. I want to win. You know what I mean? If we can get in your head, that's what we're going to do. I respect that. That's just me. I don't know. They got an image they're trying to keep. Like, it's paid programming. They can't bleep out everything people are saying. The Warriors are soft as fuck. That's why I'm rooting for the Celtics. Go Seas. Shout Uh, out to the Celtics. Oh, so I'm the only one with the Warriors Yeah, Coach and I are both rooting for the Celtics. They're playing Monday. Okay. Yeah. On the day of this recording, they will not be playing, so luckily we can have some, like, fucking buffer zone, and people can hear our predictions and not be like, oh, they already lost, dipshit! (laughs) You know what I mean? That I got a text from somebody, they're like, bro, they already lost, why'd you say that? I'm like, well, we fucking recorded it two days before, dude, what do you want me to do? Maybe listen to it all the time, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's not my fault. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. (laughs) Um, Last NBA-related topic. Finally. Then we can move on. Some, some football. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I want to hear your guys' favorite finals moments of all time. We're four games into it right now. So I want to hear, like, if you had to pick, I know, I think I know coaches, but I want to hear your guys. I'll start with mine. Mine is obviously when Kobe got championship number five. And yeah. he, didn't even pa- he didn't even play that great in game seven against Boston. I think he only had, like, fucking 20 points. Only 20 points. I know in the NBA, some people are going to be like, this fucking guy. <laughs> At 20 points, and he missed a bunch of shots, but he was just fucking playing so hard. Him, Ron Artest, 
Fucking uh, Andrew Bynum, bro. Pau Gasol, that whole fucking team. That is by far one of my favorite finals moments of all time. And a close second to that is watching Ka- uh, Kawhi win that shit for Toronto. Because I hated the baby dinosaurs for a long time. You know this shit. I hated the Raptors. And just Made watching no that sense. shot he hit against the Sixers and then just the run they went on after that, bro, I was yeah. like, yo, this is fucking awesome. So I was a big – those are probably my two favorites. You've been a Kawhi fan for a while, yeah. though. Oh, yeah. Oh, we were we were hip to Kawhi in high school before people wanted to even give that man his flowers. Yeah, bro, when he was young and on the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Oof. Let me think. Let me hear your guys' moments. What do you got, Coach? <laughs> I know one well, of them already. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have to say uh, the 2016 comeback down three one. That block, dude. Yeah, that block. That block. Boom, bro. The entire like playoff run, he averaged like a triple double. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah. averaged a triple double for the finals. He averaged like forty something points too, dude. It was yeah, fucking bro. insane. Like, it was like the I, that was what was it? Game four, five, and uh, or no, game, game five, five, six, six and seven. seven. Yeah, that was like the greatest like three game stretch like I think I've ever like witnessed. Once the they got up three one, and then they lost game five, right by like thirty. The Warriors I'm talking about. That's when yeah. I kind of thought, oh shit. Maybe LeBron found LeBron something. came to play. Yeah, I was like, maybe he found something that they are not ready for. He's like, they and they were not ready for <laughs> Our friend Joey, Coach Joey from Salisbury, was saying that uh, that's why I'm going to refer to this motherfucker every time. Just because. It's just so, so funny to me. Dumbass. Shout out to Coach, Coach Joey. Um, he, when they went down 3-1, was like, nah, still picking LeBron. I didn't believe it. And then, obviously, like I just said, I watched them win by, like, 30 fucking points in game yeah, five. And I was bro. like, ooh. Shit, he might be right. As much as I didn't want him to be, but you know, it is what it is. Any other moments you got, coach, or is that it? And uh, I'd probably say LeBron's first championship with the Heat. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, it is your moment. I get that. What were they? Uh, the, the Baby Thunder. Skip Bayless likes to call them yeah. the Baby Thunder. <laughs> I've never seen James Harden play so bad in the playoffs, and then I just watch him do it every year after that. Yeah, that's foreshadowing to, uh, a bit. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of foreshadowing. Where did they go to? Uh, you have to go through Boston with uh, yeah, KG and the Paul Pierce. Your favorite? That game six was crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, that one they won against the Spurs too. That Ray Allen three pointer. Yeah. That shit, bro. Thanks for taking mine. Oh, was it? I wasn't taking. I wasn't saying it was mine. <laughs> go ahead, Kim. Uh, no, no, no. No I fucking so bad. I feel so bad. You got another one? <laughs> no. That was it? That shit. was like the only one I really cared about. Bro, that shit. Know? That was... I was in my room about to go to sleep because I was like, shit, heat or done. I cried. That was crazy, bro. That was crazy, bro. Yeah. Old ass fucking rail. Go. I still got I some like little tank. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man jumped so high on that shot. I was like, no way. Yeah, seriously. Maybe big ups to up. Chris Bosh, bro. Could you imagine if he doesn't get that rebound game? And people were like, yeah. we're always like, especially on Twitter at that time, like they were like, like throwing dirt on Chris Bosh's name. Like he wasn't that good. Yeah. Oh, bro. I was <laughs> always a Chris Bosh guy. guy. When he was in Toronto, he was fucking yeah. nasty. But I'm people like, didn't want to give him crazy. credit. They saying he looking like a dinosaur. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> he did kind of look like a raptor a little bit there for, <laughs> for a little bit. All right. Um, do you guys want to pivot into a foosball? Get a little bit of NFL going? Unless you got another finals moment you want to get off your chest. Yeah, go fuck yourself. What about the Pistons winning, Cam? 
Your favorite NBA Live 04 team. The Pistons winning a championship. Oh, four. Chauncey yeah, Billups, Ben Wallace, Rip Hamilton, and Du Bois. Oh, my God. Rasheed. Bro, that was the squad yeah. on NBA 04. Cam lost maybe five times using that team. Dang. NBA Live 04 on the GameCube, too. Not just like NBA. Oh, yeah, dude. You got to get it right. Exactly. On the game. <laughs> on the cube, dog. Right. If you ain't playing on the cube, I don't want to play with you. That's better what I than know. dipping out school a couple hours early, walking yeah. home and going to the queue. And notorious for that shit, bro. Good God. I can't tell you how many times we would just dip out, <laughs> go smoke, and then play, like, fucking NBA Live 04. Or what was that other game? Uh, not Madden, but that fucking baseball game. You smoked us in that shit. Albert MLB. Pujols was on the on the cover. Yeah, it was MLB like Live 04. No, I don't know if it was MLB Live 04. It might have been, like, some home run game or some shit like that. I don't remember. But it was on the GameCube. That much I do know. All right. <laughs> enough GameCube talk. And enough, it's never enough. <laughs> enough basketball talk for now. Let's get into the NFL. Foosball. Yeah. You want to talk about foosball? I want to talk about foosball. Bulldogs. So let me just hop right into it. If you follow our Instagram, you saw that I posted another top. Usually I do top fives, but today I wanted to, or this time I wanted to do a top ten because, hey, fuck it. Everybody does top fives. Everybody does top tens. I figured I'd try my hand at one. And my top ten that I will be going over today is the top ten wide receivers in the NFL for the 2022 season. This is not 2021 that I'm talking about. I am talking about where I think these players will be in 2022, which is why Cam, Jordy, I don't know why y'all be picking fights with me when I tell y'all I got Cooper Cup at number one. I didn't pick a fight with that. Yeah, you guys were both like, I don't know. Let me go over my list, and then we can. you guys can react accordingly. on the Cooper train. Let yeah. me go through this one. At number one, we have Cooper Cup, who last year had, I want to, I'll go over their last, their stats from last season just to kind of preface it, and I think most of these guys will be able to do better or probably equal what they did last year. Cooper Cup, if he has fucking won 1,900 yards and 16 touchdowns again, is going to be pretty goddamn impressive. Yeah. He won the Triple Crown last year, dude. I'm not saying he's going to win the Triple Crown again in 2022, but I am saying there's a good chance that this man's going to put up pretty goddamn good numbers. Similar numbers. Pretty comparable numbers to what he did last year. Number two, we got Tay, Devontae Adams. Uh, yes, I understand worrying a little bit that he is going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. I get that, but I I have faith in Devontae Adams. He's probably the best receiver in the league, although I do have him at number two. It's very, very close between him and Cooper Cup at who's number one. So I don't think it's going to be much of a drop-off from him going to Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr, specifically because they played together in college. They've known each other for the longest fucking time, and I think they're just pretty much going to pick up right where they left off. Similar to, like... I feel like they have, like, the same, like, mindset because, like, yeah. I've heard, like, t- talks from Devontae, like, been uh, brought out, like, you know, he just want to win, and... Um, he just he wants to ball out. Derek Carr and uh, Aaron Rodgers are very similar yeah. in their talent and well. their skill. Yeah, I, I, yeah. What is he supposed to say? As some I mean, people yeah, would say, but, like, yeah. but like, I, I agree. I'm sure 
they're like again, they were college teammates, so he's probably gonna have a little bit of a bias towards his guy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah. he's known Derek for the longest time, so he's gonna trust in his man and tell you guys that yo probably doesn't want to shit talk his new quarterback. Exactly, Old but friend. they are they are very very good friends, so I could see him genuinely believing that shit as much as he also could just be saying that to say it. You know what I mean? I say NFL is a different game. Y'all ain't played together here. This is, yeah, that's a good point by you, Kim. At number three, I got Stefan Diggs. Number four. We'll go over the numbers and shit afterwards. I just want to get through this list. I'm holding myself up. All right. We'll go through it. Number two, Devontae Adams. Number three, Stephon Diggs. Number four, Justin Jefferson. Number five, Jamar Chase. Number six, Tyreek Hill. Number seven, Mike Evans. Number eight, Debo Samuel. So disrespectful. Number nine, I don't think so, DK Metcalf. And number 10, DeAndre Hopkins, who at one point I said I would never take him out of my top two. I have to do that because he's going to miss six games because of fucking PED suspension. But I do think he's going to play well enough to make his way back in the top ten receivers in the NFL going in after next season. But what do you guys think? Where? What are your thoughts on this top ten? Who do you agree with? Who would you move around? Who do you disagree with vehemently? And who are you just like, <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking, Jordan? I need to know. I want to uh, hear it. Whoever wants to go first. Could I'll you hand me that Dr. Coach. Pepper coat? Yeah. Dying of thirst over here. Thank you. Because yes, uh, I, I had this conversation with somebody else, and they were like, I don't know if that's the top ten list. And I was like, hey, dude, I get what you're saying, but this is my top ten list. <laughs> and this, I genuinely think that these are the top 10 receivers in the NFL. It's just whatever order you're going to put them in. I don't think there's I don't think there's t- there's these are the 10. This is them. It's just whoever you're going to put in what order. I think personally. Yeah, I, uh, I got to see if Jamar Chase is going to bust. I don't think he is, but at the same time, bro, you never know, dude. I think we're looking at the No, these are definitely like I think that 10 best receivers, but I almost switched Devontae and Cooper Cup. So you would put Devontae at number one? Yeah, I'd put Devontae number one, and I'd honestly put Stephon Diggs at number two. Wow. And then slide Cooper Cup to three. Oh, my God. Who hurt you, Coach? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Cooper <laughs> Cup just had one of the best receiving seasons in football history. He who? said he thought three. Yeah. Who hurt Probably you? Probably number one or two. Nah. You tripping over there, man, moving this man all the way to number three. yards, 16 touchdowns. Yeah, and he averaged, what, fucking oh 13 God. yards of catch? Come on, Diggs, what, led the league in last year. Yeah, <laughs> but this man didn't have 145 catches, did he? Also he also didn't have a good quarterback. Oh. What? Well, if we're comparing, yeah, obviously, Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford were completely different quarterbacks. Yeah. So, yeah, now he's got a good quarterback. The first year he gets a good quarterback, so you didn't would even move, have to get in sync with him. So you I would mean, put Stefan at crazy. two over Cooper Cup? You Damn. genuinely think Stefan Diggs is better than Cooper Cup? I think you're tripping, Coach, because Stefan Diggs is nowhere near as good as Cooper Cup is, and the fucking camera turned off again, so that is fine. We'll just let the audio roll, and we'll figure it out from there. Hell no, dude. Stefan Diggs is not better than Cooper Cup. And I love Stefan Diggs. I will argue that Stefan Diggs made Josh Allen into the quarterback he is until I'm blue in the face, but no fucking yeah. chance. No chance he's I better mean, than Cooper Cup. I think so. Keep going. Keep going. No way, dude. No chance. Obviously, Cooper Cup had the triple crown a year, but 
I what do you saying, mean ha- just oh, like only had the co- triple crown year? Like that's pretty goddamn impressive, don't you think? It is. <laughs> okay, I'll. But still, I think Stephon Diggs is a better all-around receiver, route runner. You can think that. that. I understand. Stephon Diggs has been more consistent, I guess. I mean, yeah, Cooper Cup did just have the outrageous season, mm-hmm. but he's only had a thousand yards twice. I mean, I get, I get I'm why. I'm saying the top ten, top ten, dog. This is the top ten. This is definitely the top ten receivers. I don't think there's anybody else that you could put ahead of these guys. So if you're going rank them, you gotta have. And I can't like, I, as much as I loved D Hop, bro. Like, you can't test positive for PEDs and be coming off the season you had last year. And like, I, I feel like I'm being generous putting him in the fucking top ten. You know, yeah. I genuinely feel like I'm being generous. He's he's great when he's healthy and he's on the field, not taking PEDs. Exactly. He's great, but I mean, for fuck's sake, dude, you can't miss six games and expect me to just be like, yo, yeah, he's the number one, two, three, four, five receiver. You're like, no, no chance. Um, so you have been saying Debo is where you disagree with big time. <clears throat> yeah, there, there's a few things I disagree with. I... Jamar Chase is the top five receiver. There's no, no way he's I not. I don't put him as a top five receiver. How? The motherfucker just had 1,400 yards in his very first season Tyree ever Hill playing. Tyreek Hill is better than him. Tyreek Hill is not a better receiver than Jamar Chase. Are you serious? Do you see what he just did to the Bengals offense? Yes, you can argue Joe Burrow's got to throw him those balls, but what the fuck? Look at what he did nah. to the goddamn Bengals. Dude, I'd go as far as to say DK is better than Jamar Chase. Not a chance. Jamar Chase is a top five receiver already. Whoa, dude! Nah. First of all, he had <laughs> eighty-one catches, fourteen hundred yards. Yeah, he didn't have a hundred catches, but he averaged eighteen yards per reception. I, that is the most on this list outside of fucking Debo. Right on. But Debo, yeah, they had very. Yeah, their numbers are very similar. But Debo's been in the NFL for three years, and this is fucking first year ever staying fully healthy. Two phases point that he made in a couple podcasts ago. That Jamar Chase true. just came in here, put up 1,400 yards. I'm thinking he's about to come in next year, put up 15, 1,600 yards. Just like Justin Jefferson did. Justin Jefferson, what, had 14, 1,400 yards his first yeah, season? Comes back this year, goes for 1,600 yards. You don't mean to tell me Jamar Chase, who's faster than Justin Jefferson, maybe a better route runner. Not entirely sure about that. I'll have to check the tape on that one again. Maybe though we'll, we'll, we'll argue. Athlete, we'll argue about that, you know. Because like, like you know, he's more. Like and he's got a better. He's got a better quarterback throwing him fucking passes. So you mean to tell me he's not going to take another step with Joe Burrow next year? No, he would. And put up seventeen hundred yards and well, twenty touchdowns. This is, is going to be the first year he actually gets the true number one uh, attention. Bro, they were giving him the given. number one attention about week six into this fucking oh, season, and Marlon Humphrey let him motherfucker have like two hundred fifty yards. They started giving him the number one treatment before that, and he was like, "Let's go! I will dog all you motherfuckers." And he was. I hate the Bengals, but Jamar Chase is ridiculous. I think he's already top five. I do personally. I think he's a better season. receiver than Debo, too. Not after one season. Justin Jefferson. He did that as himself. a rookie, Cam. Yeah, oh, I know. He catapulted the Bengals' offense to being good enough Nobody to go to the Super Bowl. No, Joe, Joe Burrow is that. there, too. Joe Burrow Dude, did that. If he, had, if he does not have Jamar Chase, that fucking team wins like nine games. No. Book it. 
nine games. They only won ten. They still had good receivers around Jamar Chase. T. Higgins is pretty good. Yeah. I'll give you that. Tyler Boyd is pretty Tyler good. Boyd is I'll give really you that. Good. Jamar Chase just this year made those motherfuckers yeah, the best too. receiving core in football. Uzama. Better than the Chiefs, better than the Chargers, better than fucking everybody. Better than the Raiders are going to be this year. Yeah. That is the best receiving the core in the league because he the ended up on the team, I think. The Dolphins just me. is the closest. Yeah, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill this year. And that's just the dynamic duo. They got the threesome yeah. up in his boot. Who's the third one? What do you mean? No, not, not oh, the Oh, I thought you were talking about the no. Dolphins. I was like, who the hell is the Dolphins' third receiver? Mike Gusecki, no, maybe? Two. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, I guess he's not even... I don't nah. know. But I don't know. I think Jamar Chase just came into the NFL and just showed everybody, yo, dog, I'm about to be the top five receiver for the rest of my career. Until something... Like, unless he gets hurt, then there's no way this motherfucker's not a top five receiver. We'll see. That's one, fair. He had one good Tyree season. Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, all more established. Than yeah, you can be more established, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about where, where you're going to be next year. You don't think Jamar Chase is going to be a top five receiver in 2022? Okay, but well what about Mike Evans? Mike, Tom Evans, Brady. Mike Tom Evans is on the back end of his career. Mike Evans has also never had under 1,000 yards. I love Mike Evans, but you mean to tell me that any of those guys in the top five aren't going to have a better season than him next year? They might not. Or the top six? I mean... Ain't no way. I love Mike Evans. He's just not going to get the same amount of looks that these other guys are going to get. You know that shit. Well, yeah. Tom Brady likes to spread it around. Exactly. I mean... And to still put him in the top eight. Red zone targets. Pretty impressive. Red zone targets. He's going to throw to him. Yeah. Because Gronk might not be playing for the Bucs this year. I guess we'll see about that. Nobody really knows. Chris Godwin... He's coming back. Yeah, but he'll be healthy probably for the start of the season at least. Yeah. So... Now they have Trey Lance. That's weird, dude. That's probably why I don't have Debo in the top five. Because Trey Lance is about to be his quarterback. That'll be fine. Uh, yeah, they, they're they still set. It's I think they'll be fine. Dude, I think Trey Lance be. fucking stinks. <laughs> you haven't seen him do it? What are you talking about? He got in a bunch last year. Not a bunch, okay, but when he got in, he looked like, like shit. Limited, like, God. You got to give the man first string snaps. Yeah, God. that's what I'm saying. Right. I don't know about that. I don't know if I need to get this man first. That's what I don't know if he's that needs. good. Well, he's your young quarterback. I want to get him in the game as soon as possible. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, I'm assuming you would move all three of those receivers you just talked about ahead of Jamar Chase. I mean, I would swap. Okay. At least Tyreek Hill is what you're saying, probably. I don't know. I'll let you. Talk. I put. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Mike Evans over Jamar Chase. You're out of your mind. And I then, think Tyreek Hill is going to go ape shit next year, but I don't. I don't think it's going to be better than what Jamar Chase is about to do. I don't think two is going to get him the ball. Ooh, I don't know, dude. They look good in those fucking OTAs. <laughs> he man. better get him the ball, but I don't yeah, think two he's is not good. Bro, y'all got to remember, I, we've all talked shit about Tua, but he. When he was in college, he wasn't just dinking and dunking fucking passes. He was launching that motherfucking ball. He's got arm strength. It's yeah. just he's coming off that hip injury that he had in college. I feel like now he might finally fully be back. And he'd just be standing there ripping fucking deep balls to Jalen Waddle and Tyree Hill. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> it is very, very possible. Uh, DK Metcalf going to be top ten receiver. I don't think that there's any argument about yeah. that. No, I agree. Doesn't matter who his quarterback is. Yeah, like for fuck's sake. And you know, just for reference, guys, my eleven through fifteen might piss you guys off a little bit more. 
At 11, I got Terry McLaurin. 12, I got Keenan Allen. 13, A.J. Brown. 14, Jalen Waddle. 15, Michael Thomas. Because Michael oh, yeah. Thomas is coming back this year, so I'm assuming he'll be playing hat pretty well. Sure, repeat that. 11 through 15, Terry McLaurin at 11. Keenan Allen at 12. A.J. Brown at 13. Jalen Waddle at 14. Michael Thomas at 15. Terry McLaurin at 11 because I finally think Carson Wentz is going to give him the targets that he deserves. And then now we're going to finally fucking see Terry take off. Uh, no. You don't I'll think so? In Dude, I'd put Michael Keenan Thomas. Keenan Allen and what? Shoot. Shoot. You could honestly take out um, Hopkins and put Keenan Allen in. In, in the, the top, top 10? ten, if you really wanted to, I wouldn't. You, I wouldn't like, fight you on it, but I got Terry at eleven, so you got to convince me that Keenan Allen. And then I would put Mike Thomas Terry. over Terry McLaurin. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I don't, dude. I don't know. Terry and has literally put up numbers with a hundred thousand yeah, quarterbacks. Mike Thomas goes up, and Keenan Allen definitely above. Uh, it's Michael Thomas revenge tour. Yeah, Slant Boy is back. Hey, Slant Boy is back. He was Slant Boy because. Hey, he couldn't get the ball more than 10 yards. Breeze couldn't throw the ball. Drew Breeze was mad old. Oh, no, the camera died. All right, let's, uh, we'll wrap this up, and we'll come back for a part two later on. You said you were gonna, you had some stuff to do, Cam, right? Coach, yeah, you, can you stick busy, around for a little bit? Busy, we can wait man. on FaZe to get around. We'll have FaZe on the pod, hopefully the second half. Uh, but this is the first half of episode 14. Thank you all for joining what? us. What? All right, so it turns out... Shit, let me turn this TV off before we get copyright infringements. <laughs> so it turns out uh, it's just going to be me and Coach, actually, that are doing this part two over here for episode 14. So picking up where we left off, obviously we were just talking about my top ten wide receivers. Coach and Cam didn't agree with me on where certain guys were placed on the list, but <laughs> we nope. can move on because we just did a little Twitter spaces to kind of give everybody a refresher who missed out on that. So... Back to the NFL, though, Coach. Uh, one thing that we did not talk about on the last podcast, aside from the little joke I made about him having some outside pressure versus some in-game pressure like most other quarterbacks do. Yeah. Um, we're going to tread lightly here, and we're going to keep from making any proclamations. Okay? So if anybody's listening to this thinking that we're going to be saying he did this or he did not do this, you're listening to the wrong podcast. But we can say this. The allegations are very, very serious, and they are yes. fucking disgusting allegations. So we can hope to God that he is not this type of person, and yes, in America, you are innocent until proven guilty. That is undebatable. There's no way anybody's guilty till proven innocent. That's one thing we all have to get out of the way first but that you can say that and also say these are some very very serious allegations that are being thrown his way thrown his way dude it is if it's true they need to handle it accordingly on that side he if it's true they need to handle that by by suspension by whatever they need to do Mm -hmm. if it's true if it's not true then on the other side we need to handle that shit too because if it's not, what the hell are we spending all this time talking about it for? You know what I mean? What is it taking up all these news headlines for if this isn't true? Yeah. So if it's not, needs to be handled. Regardless if it is, of the outcome, right? No, I mean, there's going to be people that are mad or disappointed or not okay with whatever the outcome is. Correct. You know, some people, if it's a suspension, like there's people out there right now that are just outright saying the dude is guilty. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he is or isn't because the the allegations are what they are. The report is what the report is from the New York Times. Right. If anybody read that, you know what I'm talking about. There was more women than what was initially let on. Mm-hmm. So it's a very fucking slippery slope. It is not something you want to make any proclamations on because, you know, none of us are fucking legal experts. So we don't know what's legit and what's not legit right now. So we need to kind of just let this process play itself out. And justice needs to be served on whatever side the justice needs to be served on. Correct. Feel what I'm saying, Coach? Absolutely. So don't be coming at me saying that I said he's innocent or I said he's guilty. I fucking didn't. We don't know. We just need to let this goddamn situation play itself out. And it looks bad. It looks bad for all the parties that are involved on the the side being alleged. Like, allegedly the Texans were handing out NDAs. Allegedly the Browns probably knew about all this shit when they went to go sign him, if it's true. So there's a lot of shit that could be going wrong here. Like in the report, you, you read it a little bit of it, right? The, mm-hmm. Allegedly, the Texans provided a hotel room for him to get his own private massages in, which on its face you might not think is that crazy, right? Because right. there's a professional sports team. You want to make sure your quarterback your is in. Care. Yeah, exactly. On its face, it doesn't sound too crazy. But the more and more they dive into it, I don't want to get into specifics because, like I said, we don't want to – put blame on anybody for anything exactly but when you get into it it's a fucking insane story man it's whoo like can you i can't i hope it's not true obviously because that's fucking terrible if it is true i i hope it's not but we'll move on because we like to have fun on this podcast you know we don't want to be sitting here talking about some potentially heinous actions committed by a quarterback in the NFL. We don't. We want to talk about some good things that are going on. And a good thing that could be happening is Lamar Jackson's going to be back at minicamp next week. Let's fucking go. Okay. All this media hype about, oh, how can he not be there? He's missing out on working out with his new teammates and blah, 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 blah. And all these other quarterbacks are at OTAs. I didn't hear a fucking person bitch about Josh Allen playing in the match with Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, who was also supposed to be at OTAs. I didn't hear anybody say shit about (laughs) these guys. But, of course, we got to go after Lamar for not being at fucking OTAs, for not being at voluntary o- voluntary OTAs, bro. Yeah, I would get it. If he now. skipped mandatory minicamp, I would be a little bit concerned, too. But Unless he's, like, holding out or something. Yeah, and with the way the CBA is set up nowadays, you can't really hold out. So yeah. it's not like nobody's really going to hold out anymore, so that's not going to worry me. If he skipped mandatory minicamp, though, I would have some sort of, like, oh, shit, like, he is not fucking happy. Mm-hmm. Like, Skipping minicamp now, you're going to lose a good bit of money. But, like, if you hold out during training camp based on the new CBA, like, they oh, can yeah. pretty much just void all your fucking guaranteed They'll money, which is crazy, yeah. dude. But, we're again, no, no legal experts on this podcast. We're not going to jump into the intricacies of the fucking collective bargaining agreement. <laughs> Hell no. That is not my area. of. I, we're barely even sports experts. We're just here talking shit. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not making no proclamations as we just said, but yeah, good news. Lamar will be at minicamp at least according to him and Coach Harbaugh. So now we get to see this man in action with our pedestrian receiving core. If you ask most people, I've got some faith in Rashad Bateman. Yeah, but Bateman at this is, point, is all right. He yeah, come up. The receiving core, if you look at it right now, is Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay, James Prochet, and. That's literally it, bro. So Crochet. this is me coming to everybody that listened to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I have said a bunch of times I would not take Julio Jones. I'll take Julio Jones now. 
Coach, you were right. Faze, even though you're not here, you were right as well. I told you. At this point, I think we just need a veteran in the locker room to help out our younger guys. But I don't know if Julio is going to waste his time coming to play in Baltimore Mm -hmm. because of what I was just telling you before we jump back on here, Coach. So earlier this week, Willie Sneed had an interview with, I don't exactly remember who. I'll look it up as I'm talking about it. But his interview, he basically said that the Ravens have to keep drafting receivers every two years because no veteran guys are going to want to come here. Here's his exact quote, actually. Sneed, yeah, it's tough. When we're comparing Greg Roman to a Sean Payton offense or Greg Roman to a John Gruden offense, LOL, it's like night and day. There's a lot more creativity in the passing game. If the Ravens had more creativity in the passing game and they put more emphasis on it during the season, I think more receivers would be open to coming. And I mean, hey, dude, if you've watched our team for the last couple of years, Lamar has not really thrown more than like 30 attempts per. He hasn't really cracked over 30 attempts per game. He had it a mm. couple times this past season before he got injured, but normally that's not how they run things. It's a run centric offense because he can do shit with his arm, he can do shit with his legs, and we are usually pretty stacked up at running back. Oh, outside yeah. of last y'all, season. Y'all will use three running backs at one time if yeah. you want to. And I think what he's saying has some merit. And I am no Willie Sneed fan because I've listened, he bitched about not getting the amount of targets that he should have been getting and all that type of shit. He thought he was a number one. I disagree with him on that. I'm not a I'm not an NFL wide receiver. I'm not a number one wide receiver, obviously. So <laughs> what do I know? But like just based on the numbers that I was looking at, I disagree with him on that. But what, he's played in this offense, so he clearly knows what he's talking about. And he played for the Saints and Sean Payton, and he just played for John Gruden before he got fucking fired yeah. for doing all that crazy shit he was up to. So what he's saying has some ground. It's got some legs to stand on as much as it might fucking bother me because, you know, I'm a fan of this goddamn team and I don't want that to be true. That's just kind of the reality of the situation. We are a run-first team and there's no free agent receivers that ever want to come here. Yeah, Yeah. everybody knows it. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, a couple years ago, we got Robbie. got the MVP. (laughs) Not Robbie Anderson. We got Seth Roberts a couple years ago in free agency, and I was fucking stoked about that. Like, think about that. We don't get receivers. (laughs) No way. All right, more on his quote, though. Uh, He said, obviously, he ended up, I think more receivers would be open and coming, obviously, if we opened up our offense and paid more attention to the passing game. He said, because Lamar is a great player to play with. He's all about the team. He's fun. He brings the energy every single day. You want to play with quarterbacks like that, but the system pushes guys away. That's why the Ravens are always drafting two receivers every year, which I just said. We're drafting receivers all the fucking time. Uh-huh. Two receivers every year. Damn it, I lost my place. They keep them young. They keep them uh, locked, in, locked in on contracts, but for an older veteran guy coming in, he might get one shot to do this. I don't know if the Ravens are going to be that one shot for them unless you're a tight end or a big-bodied receiver who can get those 50-50 balls, which Julio Jones is probably that guy. At this point, you know, People are going to probably think he might stink because he had that struggle year that, that he struggled last year. Struggle year. He struggled <laughs> last year in Tennessee. And, <clears throat> I mean, I'm one of the people that was saying that. I thought he fucking sucked last year, and I don't want. I didn't want him on my team initially because of that. I thought, yeah, okay, his hamstrings hurt. are just kind of – he's had hamstring issues, and they're kind of just failing him at this point because he's a big, explosive wide receiver. And naturally, like, just with time, that shit kind of goes away. And, you know, mm-hmm. maybe – Maybe he's got one last season in him, right? Maybe he's got one last, two last go-arounds where he's still kind of near where he should be, putting up close to 
11, 1,200 yards. If he fucking came into our offense, bro, he would not have to run routes like he was running in Atlanta. And I said that last year when he was going into going to Tennessee. <laughs> He's going to have to block a lot, but he was doing that last year for the Titans. Oh, yeah. So, like, what's the big difference? Henry. And Lamar will get him the ball. Lamar is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. I don't give a shit what anybody says about that. Yeah, So. I mean. Lamar will get him the targets that Julio wants because it's going to be him, Bateman, and Mark Andrews who are his options to throw to. And, I mean, for fuck's sake, most defenses are expecting Lamar to throw to Mark Andrews anyway, so that should give Bateman and Julio a little bit of space to move around. And if all else fails, run. Yeah, and if all else fails, (laughs) take off, LJ. Let's go. Um, All right. Uh, So, yeah, Lamar should be back, and Willie Sneed, who I'm not the biggest fan of, I agree with completely on this. He's exactly fucking right. There's no... The system that Greg Roman runs prevents receivers from wanting to come and play in Baltimore. Yeah. Unless you're a big-body guy who's going to get 50-50 balls, which Julio could go and get 50-50 balls and run slants for us all fucking day. He could be slant boy for us, like Michael Thomas is for the, <laughs> for the Saints. You know what I mean? Hey. But I hope at this point I just want us to pick up a veteran receiver because the Saints got Jarvis when they got him, and I fucking wanted Jarvis so bad. Odell, I don't really think we have a chance to get him. I think he's kind of just off the market for us. But Julio is older, and he's on the back half of his career, and he, I think, could be very beneficial for us now. I didn't think that a couple weeks ago, but I do think that now. My opinion has changed. So I will will egg on my face for that one. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Fuck it. I'll take Julio. Um, Julio. Should we talk about Jack Del Rio? (laughs) FaZe wanted me to say this for him. He said, Jack Del Rio is a fucking racist. That's what FaZe says. I will let people debate that in the comments of whatever video we post this. But, yeah, Jack Del Rio might have been a little bit out of line talking about the shit he was talking about this week. I will say that for sure. Yeah, Way out of line. (laughs) For those who don't know what we're talking about... The tweet was deleted. I've already... We have this rule. We don't talk politics on our podcast. Mm -mm. So... Find the tweet for yourself. You'll know exactly what he was referencing and why I'm not going to talk about it because, yeah, when you fucking say that about the situation he's speaking on, you're dumb as shit. You are outright fucking stupid. What the fuck was he thinking, bro? You can have your own dumbass opinions and all this shit because this is fucking America, right? You're allowed to think whatever you want to. Be stupid and just be willingly stupid. This This is who we are, and I love this fucking place. You can talk about... Talk about whatever you want to, whatever you want to. But you don't need to be posting that shit on social media for everybody to see. Yeah. And you can also, you know, just keep your motherfucking opinions to yourself sometimes. Because it's not for everybody to hear. Not mm-hmm. all opinions are created equally. Some are fucking stupid. And that is a stupid fucking opinion that he tweeted. What do you think, Coach? What do you say? I think that he was dumber than shit for tweeting that. Yeah, I'd have to agree with everything you said, bro. It just wasn't um, smart and... Uh, kind of insensitive definitely yeah so i mean to be comparing the two things he's comparing i don't want to get into specifics because this is a fucking sports podcast right yeah so we're not gonna talk politics on this but the two events that he's comparing not the fucking same all right you got people protesting for something that has been happening for years, and they are fucking sick and tired of seeing, and you got this dipshit standing up for people who wanted to raid a government building. But that's as far as we will get into that. It is not the fucking same at all. Again, though, America, think whatever you want. 
You might be wrong, but you're allowed to think it. You <laughs> fucking dipshit. Um, all boy, right, oh boy. moving on. We've we've tackled two serious issues now on the NFL portion of this. So, Coach, <laughs> I want what up? What up? I, I'll skip this one, but I want to get your I want to get expectations for you on the Carolina Panthers going into 2022. Do you think? Because uh, I you might disagree with what I'm about to say, but I. Want to hear your take on your Panthers first? Uh, I still think we're gonna stink. You think you're gonna stink? All right, you don't disagree with me then. Yeah. <laughs> I think, bro. I don't, and I don't. I don't like talking about him all the time, but go fucking sign Baker. Nah. <laughs> Just do it. There's gotta be a. We don't need to say anything more than nah, that. Sam Darnold, if he can, it really rides on him. I mean, he's gotta play up because I mean. It, we don't have anybody else. I don't think we're going after Cam, and I don't even think they're really trying to make a move like midseason or anything like that. They're right. just trying to run it back with the same team. And which I mean, you guys won what six games last year? Yeah, but we got that um, first Oof. round pick with the uh, the left tackle from NC State was crucial. So it's just about I guess the building blocks. They are in. Rebuilding mode. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that you guys definitely are. Yeah, I, I, I guess we agree on this one. Then I think the fucking Panthers have a chance. No offense, dude, to be the worst team the in the Saints league this year. Are better. Like we could be third if or something like that. I think, and I hate to be disrespectful. I don't like talking about my friends' teams and telling them that they're going to be the worst team in football. But if I'm looking at the roster, the only thing that you guys have is a secondary right now. Yeah, I mean, we saw Shaq That's Thompson. That's it. Shaq Thompson is – he's good, but your guys' offense stinks so fucking bad, I think there's a good chance that you might win four games. And I hate that. I don't want that to happen. We, but nah. I think there's a good chance that this might happen. The Panthers might be the worst DJ team in the league. not bad. So what, dude? Who's throwing them the ball? Sam Darnold. Exactly. Sam Darnold yeah. stinks. Fucking Matt Corral is a rookie who played at Ole Miss. You don't know what you're getting with him in this yeah, first couple of seasons. Small. Yeah, he's tiny as shit. So, there's guys. There's not a lot of quarterbacks out there except for one guy over in Cleveland who might have to play for the Browns. <laughs> I guess we'll see. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine that? Oh, <laughs> my goodness. I love chaos. <laughs> I love chaos, especially in Cleveland. God damn, I would pay to watch that. Uh, turns that out, Baker, we we um we fucked up. Insane, uh, we need you to actually come back. Could you please come back? We paid this guy two hundred thirty million dollars. Now he can't play. Could you help us? But could you fucking imagine if that happens? Oh, bro, that would. You know what I would do if I was Baker? History. Trade me now. Yeah. Fuck you. You wanted an adult in the room. Fuck you. That's what I would say if I was him. You, know, you I was see that say meme? Along those lines too. I'm thinking it. That meme. I saw that meme. I was like, oh, you want an adult in the room, huh? After that fucking story came out, I was like, oh right. my goodness. Yeah. Oh, Shit now crazy. you want one. I know. Shit's crazy. But yeah, I, I hate to say it. My expectations for y'all that there's a good chance. You are worse than the Jaguars this year, my friend. There's a chance. Yeah. And I hope it doesn't happen. But no. if you're asking me right now, gun to my head, yeah, I think that uh, <laughs> I think you're going to be the worst team. Nah, we'll see how we start out. Fair enough, fair we, enough. We your division's like, tough, though. That's the yeah. problem. If your guys' division didn't have the Saints and the Bucks, I'd be like, yeah, you got a chance. Right. We but used to be better than those teams. The Falcons fucking stink, so you might be able to beat them. Yeah, no, they do. Mm-hmm. They're, that's what I'm saying. They're going to be worse than us, so we could probably finish third. 
Should we talk hockey? We're talking hockey. Hockey. Let's we'll go. talk. We'll talk a little hockey. Football. We're getting closer, baby. We'll get there when we get there. I love you, football. I want it. All right. Stanley Cup final is set. I said it on the last podcast. I said it. I said it, Coach. Abs. Sorry. The Lightning are going to win four straight. I said if they win one down 2 nothing, they're going to fucking win four straight. <laughs> that's exactly what they did. Uh, yeah, he was right. Mia just texted me asking about food unrelated to the podcast, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I'll order food while I'm talking about this. So the Stanley Cup final is set. Colorado Avalanche versus, in my opinion, the greatest team ever, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, for dude, they're going to win three straight. If I'm making a pick right now, I'm picking the Lightning to win in six. Yeah. Cam said it. I'll say his pick for him, Lightning in six. FaZe also said the Lightning are going to win. So I don't know. He'll probably say six or seven. Mm-hmm. Face says lightning in six or seven. Coach, what say you? Are you going with Colorado or are you going with the Bolts? Well, isn't Colorado waiting on their goalie to get back? Yeah, Darcy Kemper. I don't know if he's going to be back for game one. Game one's on Wednesday. We'll probably know more about that Monday or Tuesday. So yeah, we'll stay. We'll stay. We'll stay posted on that information. My head says Tampa, but. I've been rolling with the underdog because, like, even though um, Tampa won four straight because mm-hmm. they're that good, I was I really wanted the Rangers to win. Yeah, you were big on the Rangers, like, I was bro. Just like, bruh, and I can't hold you on that. They were, fucking, yeah, they they're were just a young shit. team that's like they're right there. Like you could tell. Mm-hmm. So like, and I don't even watch hockey. I was just like, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> I got you and Faze both watching hockey during the playoffs, yeah, though. The playoffs I tried to is tell you, it's really. the best. I'm hip. I'm it's hip. better than playoff football. It's better than playoff basketball to me. It's better than fucking playoff. Ba- playoff baseball is pretty badass too, dude. I hate baseball yeah, in the regular so season because like it's late just late innings. Yeah, bro, it's I crazy. Don't, that's the only time I watch. So <laughs> on here, you Colorado might be prime for the upset because Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, Gabriel Landeskog, fucking. They're another Rangers team, Miko Rantanen, dude, that offense that the Avs have is just ridiculous. It might be the best offense in the league, by far. Uh, I mean, for fuck's sake, Kale McCarr has 22 points, and he's a defenseman. Yeah, didn't and he's twenty three years old. Two of the best. Yeah, Devon Taves and Kale McCarr, two of the top five defensemen in the NHL. And yes, I wrote on here that they're in the same D pairing, but their coach does flip them around sometimes because they're so fucking good. Yeah. He can just put them with whoever the fuck else is playing defense with on their pairing, and uh-huh. they light them up. They just shut shit down. Kale McCarr made. Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl look absolutely ridiculous more than one time coming down the edge, coming down the edge trying to score a goal. He was like, get the fuck out of my goalie's face, yeah, bro. Cutting them off at every chance he got. I have been I've only been really been watching hockey since like 2006 because I'm only 24. So ever <laughs> since I was like eight or nine was when I really got into watching hockey. Yeah. Um this, th- those two are the two best defensemen I've ever seen. Kale McCarr, from what I heard Wayne Gretzky say this, is the closest defenseman we've ever seen to Bobby Orr. And if Wayne Gretzky's saying that, I'm fucking, I believe him. He's, I believe, I believe that shit. And I've never seen anybody play like this ever as a defenseman. He's so fucking good. Devon Taves is just so goddamn 
fundamentally sound. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything spectacular, but he does everything well. Right. He doesn't yeah. do anything bad. And when you do that, you're probably a top five defenseman in the NHL. You probably put him at number five. Good I'm not going to go through the top five because we don't have the time for that. No. <laughs> a lot of last names that people aren't going to be able to pronounce. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be like, who? <laughs> All right, but let's give a quick little preview for the uh, the Avs and the Bolts. Obviously, they're the two best teams in the entire NHL going into the fucking into the Stanley Cup final because clearly they won their respective conferences. So yes, sir. And the Avs have only lost two fucking playoff games, dude, this entire time. They're twelve and two right now in the playoffs, and their only two losses were to the St. Louis Blues. And since then, have they swept the fucking uh, they swept the Predators in round one, and yeah. they swept the Edmonton Oilers, who are fucking loaded on every goddamn level of offense. Jeez. Swept them, swept mm-hmm. with their backup goalie playing, dude. Yeah, like I said, Kale McCarr leading their mm-hmm. team twenty-two points. Nathan McKinnon's got eighteen points. Uh, Gabriel Landeskog, the captain, he's got 17. Miko Rantanen, same thing. He's got 17 as well. Nazem Kadri, who is out for the final, I don't know how, I think he's out for the entire playoffs. Yeah. It's going to be huge. He is the lightning rod. He's the fucking engine on that goddamn team. He's like like the Draymond Green of the goddamn Colorado <laughs> Avalanche, except he can fucking play offense unlike Draymond. Uh-huh. So him being out is going to be massive because I do believe – the Lightning are going to get Braden Point back for the playoffs. And he is a fucking playoff magician, dude. Oh. He scores game winners. He scores the most timely goals. He's getting clutch fucking hits, steals, pokes, all that type of shit, dude. He is the motherfucking man in Wait, the goddamn playoffs. who was playoffs. the dude who had uh, scored? Uh, it was a Lightning player. He scored, like, the last second goal in, like, two of the games or something. Oh, uh... Andre Palat, Andre Palat. Yeah. He's got like 10 game winning goals in his playoff career. It's insane. <laughs> the Lightning are built different. Yes, I know. Yeah, they got when a you whole look lot at this, right? Players. Listen to this. This is in the fucking playoffs. The Colorado Avalanche are scoring fucking. They have 24 points in the playoffs. That's absurd. That's first. They're averaging three goals a game. They're only averaging two goals allowed per game, mm-hmm. 24 points. 24%, sorry, 24% on the power play, and they've killed 79% of the motherfucking penalties they've gone against. That's only 15th, but that's still pretty fucking impressive. Mm. The Lightning, dude, they're pretty goddamn stacked up, too, yeah, as we've all right. known. Nikita Kucherov leading his team, same shit, 22 points. Victor Hedman, defenseman, Norris Trophy winning defenseman, not this year, but he won it a couple years back. 14 points. Andrej Palat, mans, you were just talking about. 14 Palat. points. Steven Stamkos, uh... Steven Stamkos, oh, sorry, these these need to be updated because mm-hmm. the game just happened the other day. Steven Stamkos scored two fucking goals, so he's got 16 points now. And Nikita Kucherov had an assist on one of those, so he's got fucking 23. So that needs to be updated. That's on me. I just realized that as I was fucking going through it. Good thing I caught myself. But, yeah. Y'all. If I had to make a pick right now, I'm picking the Tampa Bay Lightning because you just don't bet against Vassy, yeah, as the boys on Chicklets say. Too. What are you saying? You're going with the Lightning? Yeah, if I'm being uh-huh. Smart guy. Um... Yeah, and if I had to pick right now, if I'm picking playoff MVP, they call it, it's called the Conn Smythe in the NHL, just so you know. Uh, playoff MVP, if I'm picking them right now, I'm not going to make you make a pick because you might not have been knowing it as – you might not have been paying as close attention. Like, you're paying more attention to the NBA. I'm paying more attention to the NHL, so we oh, got this sure. shit handled on both <laughs> sides. You feel me? Um, if I had to pick – I'll pick one for both teams right now if I'm picking. The popular choice for – 
Colorado would be Nate McKinnon, but it's fucking Kale McCarr, who's their playoff MVP. He's 23 mm. years old. He's got the most points on their team, and without him out there, they would be fucked. Same, you could say the same thing for Nathan McKinnon, though. <laughs> and if I'm picking the MVP for the Bolts, you yeah. already know who it is. The Big Cat, Vassy. Oh, I thought you might have said Kucherov. Nah, not Kuch- Kucherov, bro. I fuck with Kucherov, though, but he's not the playoff MVP. They would not be here right now if not for Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah. That's the motherfucking playoff MVP Everybody for the Bolts. <laughs> yeah, no, that's enough of that. All right. I think we're good now, Coach. We can. Uh, you guys can expect the audio version, the complete audio version, will be out tomorrow morning, Monday morning, for those who are going to be watching this whenever you watch. It'll be Monday, yeah. uh, June 13th. So be prepared for that. And the video version, I'll try to edit this shit up, make it all look nice, and have it out by Wednesday. So everybody have a good weekend. Oh shit! Go through our picks one more time. We had the we had the Celtics winning tomorrow. Yes, yeah. with the Celtics winning on Monday. Mm-hmm. Cam's got the Warriors winning. I don't know who FaZe had winning. Uh, FaZe, Cam, both picked the Lightning to win the cup. The we all picked the Lightning to win the cup. So, the All right, Lightning. guys. Yeah, FaZe picked the Warriors. He did pick them to win in seven, so he's probably picking them to win tomorrow. All righty, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us on this one, and welcome to the Spare Room. Expect more videos every week. Yes, sir.